There is nothing more crucial to your ability to capture and maintain the attention of your listeners than building tension. It is the key idea, it is the key skill that you must have as a communicator, as a speaker, and as a preacher. We're gonna talk about how to build tension and how to do it effectively in this episode. If you're new here, this is the Preaching Donkey Podcast. My name is Lane, I am your humble host. I'm so thrilled and humbled that you would stop by to hang out with me today. Cannot wait to get into today's topic. But before we get started, I want to put something in your hands for free as a way to say thank you for stopping by today. If you go to preachingdonkey.com 21 days, you can pick up my free 21 day guide to creating killer sermons. This is a three week, three step process that will walk you through how to create and deliver a compelling life changing message. So whether you've been preaching for a long time and you're looking for some fresh and new ideas or you're just starting out in your preaching ministry and you're trying to find any resource you can, there's something in here for you. Go to preachingdonkey.com 21 days. You can pick it up there totally for free. So why you should build tension in your sermons. This is an article from my own site, preachingdonkey.com. As a preacher, it's easy to focus on your content and not really consider if your listeners are ready to hear it. This is so important to understand. It is easy, it is normal, it is natural for you as a communicator, as a preacher, to be so focused on the material that you've presented, on the material that you have prepared and be almost oblivious to the way that it's being received by your listeners. This is normal, especially when you're new to preaching. It's an unbelievably normal and natural thing that you have to overcome. After all, you've been studying your material all week. You're totally energized by it, or you should be. It's all you've thought about for days. You're so excited to finally share these thoughts that are bursting out of you. But your listeners aren't there yet. They walked into church with everything on their minds except your sermon. Okay, think about this. They, they've come to church. They got out of the car. They, they, get, they got their kids ready. They got themselves ready. They got into the car. They drove to church. And they are thinking about their life. They're thinking about what they're going to do that day. They're thinking about how they have work the next day. They're thinking about all of that. They're not thinking about your message. They have nowhere near the same level of enthusiasm about your topic that you have. That's the way it works. You care. They probably don't. Now, what can you do? Because that's kind of a bleak picture. Right? If you're listening to this, if you're watching this, as a preacher who cares about the content that you're making, you might be saying, well, wait, they, they should care. Don't they care? Well, the good news is you can easily invite them into a space where they will care, but that is your job. That is your job as a communicator, and how you do that is to understand how communication works. One of the most basic theories of communication is Aristotle's ethos, pathos, and logos. This theory suggests that the best public speaking has all three. Ethos, or ethos, a credible speaker, right? That's number one, a credible speaker. Pathos, a message that moves people at a visceral level. And logos, or logos, a message that makes sense. So ethos means that you're a credible speaker. Pathos is a message that moves people at an emotional level or at a visceral level. And then logos is it makes sense. It makes logical sense. 
In other words, your listeners are subconsciously requiring three things out of you if they're going to give you the right to speak to them. Number one, you need to be trustworthy, that's ethos. You need to move their heart, that's pathos. And you need to stimulate their minds or make them think, that's logos. So ethos, pathos, logos. If you do all three of these things, your listeners are much more likely to give you an ear, but the order in which you do them actually makes a difference. This is a very key idea. I want you to pay close attention. Most preachers, if they do all three, don't get the order right. They often jump right into the arguments, the propositional truths, the here's what you need to do kind of stuff. They do this before they have sufficiently given their audience a reason to listen or, or a reason to listen. These preachers think if I can just convince them with logic, they'll be motivated to action. This, if you think about it, this is very natural and normal for us as preachers. We have studied the text. We know what it says. We know what we want to communicate from it. We know the truths that we're trying to get across. All of that is logos. And it's a part of the communication process. But if we skip over pathos, if we skip over the part where we actually move them at a visceral level and we go straight to the logos, we are getting it out of order because no one is convinced that they need to listen. So let me explain what I mean by this. The problem is most of your listeners don't operate in this way. They don't operate with logic first and emotion second. They actually operate with pathos first and logo second, or emotion first and thinking second. Jacqueline Smith writes a compelling article that discusses this mistake public speakers make. She says one of the best, one of the mistakes is being uninspiring. She says, quote, even more vital to persuasion than logos, says Aristotle, is pathos or pathos which includes the right brain activities of emotions, images, stories, examples, empathy, humor, imagination, color, sounds, touch, and rapport. Price, this is speaking of Darlene Price, she is the author of a book on public speaking called Well Said. Price says, tomes of studies show human beings typically make decisions based on emotions first, pathos, then we look for the facts and figures to justify it, logos. Don't miss that. So tomes of studies, right? Lots of studies have shown that human beings make decisions based on emotions first. We have to feel it first. We have to feel something before we are going to be convinced of its logic. So we feel it first, then we look for the facts and figures to justify it. The way this would look in a sermon is they feel a problem. They feel a tension. They feel like there's something wrong. There's something missing. And once they feel it sufficiently, now they are more inclined to want to hear what the Word of God has to say because they're looking for the logic. They're looking for the answer. They're looking for something to make sense of it. She goes on, audience members do the same. With your words, actions, and visuals, seek first to inspire an emotion in them, such as joy, surprise, hope, excitement, love, empathy, vulnerability, sadness, fear, envy, guilt. Then deliver the analysis to justify the emotion, right? So you start with pathos and you end with logos. Now, I wanna mention the first one we talked about was ethos, that's the credibility. This is, 
Are you trustworthy as a speaker? And this goes far beyond just one sermon because most of the people in your church might already know you, but there is going to be somebody who doesn't. And for those people who don't know you, there's things that you can do to appear more trustworthy. One of them, honestly, is just introducing yourself. Not getting up and assuming that everybody in the room knows you, but to say, hey, my name's Lane, I'm one of the pastors here, it's great to be with you today, it's great to have everybody here. Just something that shows a little bit of humanity that you don't just assume everybody knows you. But ethos we cover a lot in terms of just what it looks like to be trustworthy, which is hard for pastors, especially right now with how much scandal is going on. But assuming ethos, assuming that you're trustworthy, assuming that people mostly in your in your church believe you and trust you and, and find you to be a credible source, what's left is pathos and logos, and you want to do it in that order. Engage the emotions and then engage the mind. An engaging, memorable, and persuasive presentation is balanced with both information and inspiration. It speaks to the head and the heart, leveraging both facts and feelings, she says. If your goal in preaching is life change, then wouldn't it be better to put some of the pathos ahead of the logos to get your audience to feel a problem before they are told the solution, before they know the solution? You have to keep in mind that although you are totally convinced of your arguments and why they matter, your audience is not. Take the time to do the hard work of bringing your listeners to the point that they want to listen. Take the time to do the hard work of bringing your listeners to the point that they want to listen. This is a massive, massive truth to understand. Your listeners are only going to care as much as you lead them to care. You have to lead them to the place where they want to hear more. The way you do this is you build tension by engaging their heart, by showing that there may not be an easy answer to this problem that you feel, by acknowledging the problem, by asking the question that they're asking, by acknowledging that that question may not have an easy answer, to leaning into the hard parts of the scripture, leaning into the hard parts, the difficult parts of what it is to follow Jesus, and not always giving this cookie cutter answer of just, here's what it says, go do it, but really existing in that emotion for a while so that people actually feel it. Andy Stanley calls this building tension and it's what every good storyteller does. Every good story captures your heart first and then points to the solution or resolution. Preaching this way allows God to be the hero of every story. God is the answer to the question, the healer of the pain, the hope for the hopeless situation. So try this in your next sermon. Before you go to the answer, really set up the problem. Before you get to the facts, the truth, the arguments, the logos, if you will, make sure you get your listeners to understand why they should care, why it matters. To do this, put the feel before the no. Put the feel before the no. Present the problem in such a way that everyone in the room feels it, then let them know what the answer is. The answer is found in scripture, in Jesus, in the gospel, because this approach teaches people to go directly to God, directly to God's word with their real life problems. 
So I build this idea out much more in my book, Preaching Killer Sermons, in a chapter called Give Them a Reason to Keep Listening, Why Your Listeners Must Feel It Before They Care About It. So this was a little bit of a preview to that chapter, and you can find my book on Amazon. It's called Preaching Killer Sermons. But this is a massive shift that if you can make this shift, where before you jump into just, here's what it says, you are building tension. How do you build tension? There is a very simple thing you can do, and that is this, ask questions. Ask questions. So we talked about pathos. How do you get someone to feel something? How do you get someone to think about something? How do you get someone to question something? You ask the question. Instead of saying, this is what Paul wrote in Ephesians, therefore we must do it, you might say something like, why would Paul say this? I mean, isn't this a hard thing to hear? Why? How do you think they took this when he said this, when they read these words? How would you take it? How are you taking this right now? These kinds of questions build tension and get people to feel it so that it's not just, oh yeah, I came to church, I was given some facts, sin bad, Jesus good, give your life to him, okay, I'm going to go home and that's it. I, that's it's, it's, It goes well beyond that experience to, I actually felt something and the holiness of God was connected to something real in my life. The, the fact that Jesus died to save me was connected to something real in my life. That I should love my neighbor and treat that person as I would want to be treated was connected to something in my life. And all of this builds up to the fact that yes, the story has been settled. It's been settled. We can know that it is a fact. Jesus died. He rose again. That is the gospel and we can believe it. But that gospel on a backdrop of having felt the tension of the problem, the question, the, the, the thing that I'm going through, the thing that your listeners are going through, against that backdrop, this good news feels and is so much better to hear. So in your next message, build out the tension. Get your listeners to feel it. Ask the questions. Really massage the problem. Really massage the tension. Really massage the question before the answers come. I guarantee you if you do it this way, when you show in the scripture where the answer is to the question, where the solution is to the problem, where the resolve is to the tension, people will listen because they'll want to know and they'll Feel that truth deep down inside and they'll do something with it. And just imagine at your church, if people, instead of coming up to you saying, great sermon preacher, if they come up to you and they say, hey, you know what? This spoke to me in a massive way today because I really felt that and I needed this. And this truth that you presented, it is deep down inside of me now because a simple shift, just the way you presented it. Hope that helps you today. I would love to hear what you think in the comments below. Have you used tension in your messages? Has it helped? What have you learned uh, doing that? If you're listening on one of the several podcast players, let me know there. Please leave a review. If it's five star, that would be awesome. Can't wait to see you in the next episode real soon. Until then, remember, if God can speak through a donkey, he can speak through you and he can speak through me. We'll see you next time here at the Preaching Donkey Podcast. Donkey Podcast.